Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the twisting voice of your local announcer as I smile at you and all the others as taken together we imagine the best, the flavors I mean, and uh, cooling cooling as in Kool-Aid or whatever you think of and as we uh, dig and dig and try to find more deliciousness uh, than we have ever done before as we look forward into the uh, coming uh, uh, what, what's void. today anyway the void uh, what is today yeah, I'm glad you said that because um, because I I promoted the fact that Daniel, the gourmet cellist, was going to be here. And yeah. then after I booked him, I realized that meant that I would not be here. Uh, and uh, and I'm glad that he had something come up because I wanted to say that today is D-Day. And it's a very important day, no matter what political viewpoints you have, it is a pivotal, pivotal day in history, the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And so I just wanted to um, just say something about that and say to Did all you of you people yet? who are somehow connected. I mean, my father said that he was he was in the service, but his brother was in the war. His brother was in the army on the ground, and my father was in the Navy as a signalman. So he was... Uh, he was very aware that he got off easily in the war. And for those people whose family members paid the ultimate price, and uh, for those people whose family members didn't, but just have an experience with this just important, important day in history, um, just want to say thinking oh. of you. Well, it's certainly true. And, Thank you. Uh, and it's a and your dad was always one of the pithiest uh, persons. He was. Who could just throw out a little. <laughs> he uh, was. There was that one. I always did like that one. Uh, Which yeah. one? The one you just quoted. Yeah, the one that he was in the service, but his brother was in with, the war. In the All war. of his brothers were in the war in some fashion, but yeah. he definitely did get off the easiest, and thank God for it, because he had seven little mouths to feed at home. So. Uh, so thank you to everyone who has any kind of experience with this day. Uh, anyone well, it was funny again? In some this, other ways too. It, it gave us the opportunity to to uh, talk about things like uh, the, some of the stuff that was cooked in your household back then. Yes, and not the, back then, but anyway. Huh? Back then? Back that far then? back then? Oh yeah, yeah. No, not far <laughs> enough. Or I don't know that anything was cooked in my house, but anyway. Well, the, uh, the, the the one uh, that I, came up was. Dad, Tom doesn't like your onion casserole, I think it was. It was my mother's uh -huh. cabbage delight, her award-winning <laughs> cabbage delight. Uh-huh. And, and Already? I oh, I'm so flattered that we have these callers right off the bat. My favorite quote to you from my yeah. father was, Tom? It's all just another meatball. It's Do you remember that one? I remember it Anyway, vividly. we have a caller. Who is this? Uh, yeah, let's Gregory. get going here. Gregory, uh, who always... Uh, hey, Marianne. Wow, this hey, is Tom. an early call. You can crank up the show for us. I know. I was hoping I wouldn't have to hear too much banter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually, we, actually, just because you never no. know where Tom is going with his banter. It's just like a... No, we it's actually like enjoy a, it. Um, Listen, I bought some fresh uh, uh, Danfer... Banter. Danfer yes. today. And it's I'm, like a, a lesson in existentialism. You just sort of just no, watch in awe. He's thinking ahead, of what? Billy Banter, who used to be a Saints player or something like that. Um, <laughs> May we help I you? I had to phone in. that up. 
No, I, I had to phone in Marianne and, and Tom because um, this is our program of pleasure, and it's never political, but this is a very special day for me. I never knew my grandfather, but he died in 1956. Um, but uh, he was a parachutist in the 82nd Airborne, you know, parachuted before the landings. And this poor guy, he barely lived. He was very grateful to be alive. He, he made it all the way to Germany, you know, in the, in, in the coming months. And I've been watching a lot of documentaries on the television and on C-SPAN. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, I wonder if men today could do what they're doing. Now, I know we have a lot of soldiers and sailors. The I'm a veteran. I'm a sailor. absolutely not. It's a whole different but world. I'll bet you. I'll it's bet a you different if we world. It's a different world. But anyway, I just wanted to appreciate that you starting off the show about saying what a special oh, day yes. it is, Marianne. Yes. And I don't and, know uh, if anyone, anyone who did not see President Trump's speech, it was profound. I saw it, and I thought it was brilliant. Profound. So you it was humble. And... It was humble. It was. Um, he couldn't say enough about those guys that he was. Uh, that, yeah, and they, there were so many sitting behind him. I couldn't believe it. Did the right. guy that he talked about who was 98 years old? Yeah, 98 years looked... old. I, I think a couple were 100. <laughs> I mean, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, guys, you you know our uh, policy about politics. There's no the politics. This yeah, is you're an no American. Politics. You're an American. Show. This is a special Tom, day for guess you. Guess what they had to eat. They had these wonderful things Food. called A rations and C rations. <laughs> you wouldn't, but now let's talk about the menu. Let's talk about <laughs> you French had corned food beef and, in a can. Yeah. Oh, corned beef. <laughs> you had beef. hard yes. biscuits. My favorite. Let's corned see beef what else they had. I, they did not I have I was actually going to pitch that we that we do French food today and British food today, just because oh, we're in, just in two honor big of allies. It. Yeah. I just finished well, my favorite. Okay. About Okay. Okay. My favorite Look, British dish is, is beef Wellington. My favorite French dish is Cocavin. Let's just let's go. Cocavin's <laughs> great. Yeah. I love All right. It. Thanks for kicking it off there, Gregory. All right, guys. I love you guys. Love the show. Bye. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Where were we anyway? I was just saying that I feel that we should open the show. Yeah. With, and this is why I'm glad that I'm here because I know that you guys would not have opened the show this way, and I think it is something important to mark. This is a special day for all Americans yeah. and for all people in the Western world. So, anyway, uh, the French were part of it, the British were part of it, the Americans were part of it. I thought maybe we would throw out that as your favorite American food. Mine's hamburgers. <laughs> oh, really? No kidding. <laughs> Wait, it's let like, me write that down like, so I can. <laughs> It's like if you if you're always in a default for something to talk about, just say the magic word hamburger. But I won't, Tom, because I know we've talked about hamburgers a lot. My favorite uh, British yeah, food yeah. is a Cornish pasty or Cornish pasty. Oh uh, yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh, those are the ones that we were in that that big row of uh, hotels. Uh, somewhere in England, and I don't remember exactly what the it name is. It was Bath. Bath. Oh, yeah, B-A-T-H. So you yes, you must there. say Bath. Get hosed down. Yes. Anyway, uh, uh, how did we get on that? I can't imagine. But uh, we keep on going. Another caller, Tom. Joining Shush. us on the blue phone is... I'm not sure. All phones are red, white, and blue today. Gary, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom. Uh, I was trying to get in yesterday, but for whatever reason, I got disconnected. But yeah, two things I was, that y'all were talking about. One was uh, Gio Lando's restaurant, which I had eaten that day. And uh, one good oh, item really? that I tell you is one of the best is uh, their muffaladas are excellent. Apparently, great everything muffalata. they do is great. We have to go there. Everything you went yesterday? Great. You just went yesterday? Yeah, the day that you were talking about it, I had eaten lunch there that day, and we had a muffalata, and we had some, uh, some, had some breaded, a lot of home-cooked kind of food, breaded pork yeah. chops, that kind of stuff. But uh, the other thing, the other day, yo, I'm sorry? I said uh, I'm, I'm totally uh, with that. Your yeah. comment. Another thing, the other day, y'all were talking about Jack Rose, and they yes. still do have the mile high pie on the menu. I, I would be very surprised if that were off the menu. That, that's a, that's yeah. one of their, their Did you weigh in on Jack Rose? Have you ever weighed in on Jack Rose on this? No, program? I called uh, the other day and mentioned it. 
my daughter had went. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was you that, that started the Jack Rose conversation. That right. Was and you. they, and they, uh, but, you know, then y'all talking about items that yeah. might have still been on the menu. And the Mile High Pie was still on okay. the menu. But uh, they enjoyed it. And uh, I mentioned to a couple other friends that they had been in that they particularly liked the, uh, the hot can on the roof. It was excellent, you know. But, uh, uh, that that is that no. is such a cool thing, and it's amazing that they they just let it sit there for for decades. Literally. Right. Well, right. I just wanted to bring in that, and uh, right. and G Orlando's is a great little lunch spot to go to. Yeah, wow. we're gonna have to go next time we're in Metairie. Okay. Around. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you all for thank for taking my call. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Two six zero menu. Two six zero menu. My favorite French food. Your favorite French food. Roast well, chicken. Is that a, is that I, a re, is that a I, French? I happen French? to know that you read an article I wrote today about um, the food of that part of the world, especially in France. Did you read it? I did. And. And what? Was, was I wowed by it? Whoa. Well, no, I'm not even asking for that anymore. I, I don't necessarily agree with you that that's well, a French I place. I, that's the last thing I would I don't expect agree that that's a French place. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was um, I thought it was different for sure. Uh, where we went last night, Marianne and I, both of us went at the same time. And sat there together. And sat there too. No, I said sat there. Sat there as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had dinner at uh, a, a little restaurant. Uh, it even has a little name. Yeah. Yep. I'm just waiting to see if you're going to say it. Oh, no, it's... Uh, uh, it, Zazu. No, Zazu. Yeah, Zazu. I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to say it wrong. But uh, this is the lady who owns that. Uh, she had been the executive chef of... Uh, a different restaurant, Gotros, Gotros Uptown, and uh, this is, I don't know if Sue this Zemanik? is her first, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Sue Zemanik, Zemanik, yeah, and uh, I think her food is not only good, but it grabs onto uh, flavors and, and other ideas that really stand out a lot. It's exciting food. I think it's absolutely exciting food. Really, really loved dinner last night with, with you and everybody else that happened to come by at that time. What? I was, Wait a I minute. was so proud of you, Tom. Yeah, I was why? really proud of you. Why were you? Uh, because I arrived after you did. Yeah. And you were shown to a table. And then you said something that you don't usually say, which, which was, I think you would prefer this table, meaning a table by the window, which, of course, I would. Yeah. But that's not something I've ever heard you say. So what did I say? That you r would acknowledge and notice something like that. So we wound oh, up well. moving to a little two-top by the window, sort of in a cove by itself. We had to go find a window and in order to do it. There wasn't, yeah, there wasn't a lot of windows there. Yeah. But anyway, there was this one little place right by the window. And it was just like a cozy little two-top with another cozy two-top right next to it. Very interesting place. I thought so. It's a restaurant that has been a number of restaurants in the past. In fact, we've done a couple of Eat Club dinners there. You know, uh, the restaurant that was there previously, 127, mm -hmm. was really, really good. I loved it. And really so different in its vibe. It just, they might as well be literally worlds apart. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. They, they I loved that one, and I love this one, but but they're just worlds apart. They were both great food. They were both sophisticated food. But they just were so different. You know what was on my mind, if I may uh, yes, take up course. some of your time? Please. Uh, uh, back uh, when I first started doing a lot of food writing uh -huh. uh, a long time ago, there was uh, there, there there were a lot of restaurants that were in uh, really what could only be called a. Uh, a restaurant row. A restaurant row. That's that's not exactly what it was, but anyway. Uh, Clusters. It, I I used to call it the uh, the uh, uptown 
miracle or something something like that. Now I've lost the track of this thing. But in the early 60s, excuse me, early 80s, there was a real change in all the restaurants around town, especially the ones where the waiters and the customers and everybody else got to be on the young side. And suddenly all the menus started changing. And uh, it made a huge difference. And I detect the same thing happening right now over at that restaurant. I really uh, feel that that's, that's going to be one of the ones that people really rave about. I'll bet you. They're already raving. I, yeah, but I think it's going to become one of the – well, I was going to uh, about to tell you there that that will make an, an incursion into all of the national awards, but she's already gotten all the national awards. Uh, well, not for this one, right? For other oh, things no, she's, she's done, right? For this for one? For Gotro's? Well, no, no, yeah. for, the other, for, the, for the other ones that she's done. I mean, she was food and wine, exciting new chef way back in the day, yeah, yeah. and then she was a James Beard Award winner. But I don't know that she's gotten particular recogni- recognition for this one, although oh, no. I could be wrong. Uh, it's I not going to open I, that long, I can I don't explain think. the explanation in that, and that is the millennia. <laughs> yes, indeed. The cursed. Here it comes again. <laughs> poor, poor Tom. He's just not—he's just not able to make this transition to the new way of eating. I don't know what to say. I'm hmm. sorry. Well, think of something. Two six. Well, you know what? If I could describe, if I could describe that phenomenon, the yeah. millennial way of eating versus other people's yeah. previous generations. Eat five of French eating. fries and no. a steak. No, I think it I think this is a really good illustration. Back at Otrevez, which is mm-hmm. a place in the standard in the warehouse district, the yeah. new resident standard. Um, we went there. It's a Mexican, upscale Mexican restaurant. And I ordered something I order every time I see it on the menu because it's one of my favorite things to eat, short ribs. And the short ribs at Otrevez were delicious. I will say this. It was, um, they were large bones with maybe less meat than if they were smaller bones, but they were served under a blanket of absolutely deliciously pickled vegetables. Mm. Except, I'd much rather eat short ribs braised over a pile of mashed potatoes mm-hmm. or something else you know a pasta or something like that well, to the, the me braised short ribs are a comfort food and i don't want my comfort assaulted by pickled vegetables no matter how delicious they are you know, I, so I'm, that's I'm, the difference in millennial eating and non-millennial I'm, eating. I'm glad you called about that i didn't call i'm sitting right next okay. to you well i mean close <laughs> enough everybody else thinks but uh when you when you made that turn around the corner there, uh, I think that that uh, made a, a serious difference that we might see. Well, I think that sort of encapsulates the difference you, in the two styles of eating. What I was working up to, and I didn't quite get there. I, can you describe short ribs? Because it's something that not everybody knows about. Um, short ribs? What yeah. about short ribs? They're divine. Describe what they are. What, what they well, I remember like short and... ribs from way a long time ago when they were cheap. Short yeah. ribs were. They used to be dirty. They cheap. really did. Yeah. They were like this the, I, I dog meat, you know? Um, that's the way they were viewed in the culinary world. And uh, they were just a bone with a little bit of meat on it. And somewhere about big. 50. They looked big. Yeah, they, they were. Big, yeah. yeah, they were, and they had fat they had a on it. Big bone on them. Yeah, and they yeah. had fat on it, and and I remember somewhere around 15 years ago because I know that when I I we had moved to D.C. and there was this potluck at one of the kids' new schools. I brought a platter of short ribs. That I had cooked all day with carrots and celery and onion, and it just simmered in this braised. It was it was just great, you know, because I mean that's what you should do with something like short ribs. And then, and then I served it alongside hash browns, and it was just like this platter of comfort food that was just like whoa, pounced on. 
And um, and then I remember coming back to town, and the price of short ribs had like doubled or tripled mm. in that short period of time. How come? And that's because they were becoming a hip hot food item. And so now short ribs are anything but cheap. They're expensive, and they're on all kinds of menus. And clearly, as I just illustrated with Otrevez, in all different kinds of preparations. But to me, the ultimate short rib is sitting in a pool of au jus kind of gravy over Mm. a fluffy pile of mashed potatoes. And not letting anyone look. Sure. Yeah. I uh, I don't know why this comes to my mind, but uh, but here it is. The the first place I ever had short li- ribs was on an airplane hmm. for dinner. Yeah. No big deal. It was, that's yeah. what they were serving that day. Was that was in the days when they actually did serve food. Right. And uh, the uh, having had that, I had the second short ribs of my life were on a train. To be specific, so is it possible for you to limited. eat short ribs in something that isn't moving? <laughs> what you mean that the train is not moving past? Like a point? restaurant, is it possible? So it sounds like mm. only in transportation uh, venues do you consume short ribs. Do you ever eat them in just like a regular restaurant that isn't moving? Yeah, you did. I mean, they set out plates and forks and knives. Well, I mean, I do all the yeah. time because I get short ribs everywhere. But, um, but you know, I don't. I'm just wondering if you've eaten them in some way other than moving. It's not one of my favorite things. I know it's not. Yeah. I know, but it's. I love it enough for both of us. Well, that's fine. You know, there. It, it does have flavors from the, the slow, slow cooking that they do, and I like that. But then the rest of it just kind of over toughens itself. To I me, think. all meats should be braised unless they're roasted. Ah, <laughs> I'll, I'll go along with that. Yeah. This is the uh, we have food a show. We have to take we a break. Two six zero six three six eight. A momentary uh, word to the rest of the world, and then we'll be back with more of the food show after first, if you will, please. Hello, welcome back. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Did I say it enough? Like it's a feel-good kind of thing to do, you know, to sit around and hang hang around with friends and with the with the food show. It's oh, I the feel food good. Show. Yeah. It feels good. I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our telephone number is 260-6368. I feel really good that you said the right number. I can't tell Me you too. how good I feel about that. And uh, the uh, uh, also today, maybe we should uh, put a special on uh, specials coming uh, over to the uh, uh, 105.3. No, wait. Is that us? No. <laughs> Uh, our other radio stations that we can put you on. I just, after every break, yeah. in case we don't have everyone all the time, because yeah. you know how they say radio people come and go, but I just want to keep mentioning that today is the 75th anniversary of D-Day, and to yeah. say thank you, yeah, there you go. to everyone whose family is somehow touched by this. Mm. Our uh, our number again is 260-187. No, <laughs> there I do it again. <clears throat> Oh, man, you know what we should do? We should have a lottery. Mm -hmm, Can Tom get through an entire show without doing the wrong number? Uh Uh-huh, 260-6368. Okay, and uh, what you get from that is a whole lot more information and a a whole bunch of questions, too. Uh, I thought we would uh, get together and uh, discuss it a little bit. Uh, well, I, example, I threw out French food and British food. Or yeah. You y- threw it out? I yeah, like it. And American food, because this is the anniversary of, of the, those three allies, and I thought I would, you know, throw those things out. Croque monsieur. Croque monsieur. What's the difference in a croque monsieur and a croque madame? Uh, a croque monsieur has um, ham in it or, or bacon, and a croque madame has uh, some something really kind of mellow and sweet, and I don't, I can never quite remember. So, do and you know? What's, what is the difference in um, what is the difference in those two things and a Monte Cristo? Um, Monte Cristo 
is a an exercise in complete ridiculousness. It's, it has the powdered all these, sugar thing. No, it's got all these these little uh, little sections that have very brightly colored uh, pieces and lots and lots of sugar. And they all of this, by the way, is fried in a pan. And so we're talking I, I about something. I thought it was deep fried. I think it's deep it, fried. Some some people do do it uh, deep fried, but you don't have to. If you can, you, oh, if you can get at least like uh, half an inch deep, oh, you don't even need that much. And then do it in the pan, and there you are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember having these a long, long time ago when I lived at uh, at the Grand Canyon for a period of time. Yeah. And, and what happened? Um, well, I, I I thought it was really weird at first, and after a while, I kind of thought it was not so bad. Mm-hmm. The difference between a croque monsieur and a croque madame is uh, the madame has an egg on it with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, They're both ham and cheese, enough. and one has an egg and one does not. Mm. Anyway, you so know what? Uh, like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, Ronald, I'm not. You listening? By the way, Ronald, uh, we have. I th- I think I've been informed that we have another sponsor. I- is that true? I- is I I heard I, a few yeah, I think a few words on the subject of uh, Porter and Luke. Porter, Porter and Luke. Okay. I I can't decide if that is actually a new sponsor or not actually a new sponsor. Yeah. It has to do with a, an event coming up, which I'm not sure is. Anyway, don't say that, Tom. I think it's going to. <laughs> you be want to talk about Porter and Luke? No, though? I, I love Porter and Luke. I'm happy to I talk about Porter and Luke. Yeah, they're turtle. Best soup. club sandwich. Yeah, they have that. They have real good fried chicken. Incredible. Here is ham what, shank. Yeah, it just it just occurred to me what is happening there that is kind of adding to the, the fried eggplant uh, boat over. No, Pasta. that's that's all there and all good. But the, the thing that everybody's excited about is that they have begun doing Sunday brunch every week. So uh, okay. more Sunday. I'm brunch. trying to dissuade you from that because well, that is idea. that no, that's in some sort of state of flux. I got a I got a note about that this morning. So uh, oh, state of flux. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, well. what of? Well, you never know what's going to happen. But it's yep. worth saying if if you are a Porter and Luke fan, and even if you're not, and if you've not been to Porter and Luke, you should try it out because it's really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, and uh, they are supposed to be doing a brunch. So you might well, want to call and see what the story is. I, I think we'll is. find out on it uh, soon enough. Yes. But, the, uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, go- I'm happy to hear but that. it's a good idea to find out about it before and, uh, yeah. talking about it. Uh, 2606368. 2606368. All right, so let's see. My favorite British food is a Cornish pasty or a pasty. Pasty. Yeah, that's what we started out saying yes. and never did finish. And that pretty much rounds it out for me for British food other than a scone. Yeah, and? I don't think the Brits eat very well. Please forgive me if I'm insulting yeah, you. It, it does uh, come across that way, doesn't it? Yes. I, I I I haven't really eaten enough of it to come up with. Well, I'm over there solid. rather a lot, and I I uh, don't yeah. I don't I'm not really tempted, um, and uh, and the 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 French I'm trying to think is a roast chicken that kind of roast chicken that oh, you see in bistros that's kind of a French yeah, thing, isn't it? It is, and it's got a, it's got a, a special name. That eludes me at the moment. Uh, huh. It's uh, uh, and it goes back a long way. Oh, does it? What's the origin of it? Uh, that that I don't know. Uh, okay. It's, it's something I haven't heard about in quite a while. Okay. Let's well, see. anyway, I love that. Now, who doesn't love a roast chicken? I mean, oh, I'm, I have all since since I was a little kid. I loved a good. And roast what's chicken. coco vin? Coco vin uh, means co- coco is a roost. Right. Rooster. C O Q. That's right. the spelling. Uh, a U means with, and then uh, V I N, which means wine. So, one of those chickens with wine. That's what that means. You knew that. Yes, I do. Yeah. But but 
I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a, a fan of no. that. I'm not really a fan of food cooked with wine, generally speaking. You don't, or you do? It's, I don't. I'm not uh, really. I'm not really a fan of that. Well, back it off a little. There's nothing well, I don't, that says you have. I just to. don't eat it. I mean, oh. I don't. You know, I don't really feel the need to eat it. Although it does definitely enhance the flavor of something. Like we were at um, Rosedale last week, and were you? You know, I, a bunch of people have asked me how is that place, uh, and I I went there a fair amount. Uh, when it first opened. When they first opened, yeah. but I've, it's kind of slipped off my. Well, I mean, it's it's off the radar. I mean, it's yeah, well, it's a strange it's practically location. off the grid. You have to yeah. really think about it. But it's um, it's the jury's still out for me on it. Yeah, I think it's a little strange. Well, uh, it it does seem to grab some people, but I don't know who. You know where but, I'm going on <clears throat> Tuesday? No, tell me I'm, where. I'm moving into now my American favorite food, the hamburger. Uh huh. Really? And I'm we, going we almost never talk about it. Yeah, I'm going with two guys that I always go to lunch with from college days, and uh, we're we're all fans of two of my favorite things: hamburgers and pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we always try to go to you know a place. The, we we have sort of this challenge of one person to show the other person the best burger out there. And although I have declared uh, Francesca my favorite burger at the moment, I am told there's a wonderful one to be had at a place called The Pharmacy. So if anyone has been to The Pharmacy and had the burger there, I'd like a report. Where is that? I don't know. No? It's on Banks. I think, I'm not sure, oh, I but think I, I think it might about. be in the location that was formerly Dis and Dat, mm. who was Skip. Oh, Remember now, Skip from yes, Dat I Dog, do. one of the originals from Dat Dog? Hi, Skip, if you're out there. Somebody say hi to Skip if you know him. Um, yeah, he was on our show a few several times. Several times, yes. Yeah, but he, anyway, he's a real character. He, he could have made a real he character. He could have been a, 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 a anything a, a comic. <laughs> anyway, Skip to to. is uh, he after he left the Dat Dog folks, he moved to a a place there when it was definitely definitely not. Um, as gentrified as it is now. That's right by the new hospital complex. And so have he you, had have, this have, and that, and I think it might be in that location. Go have, ahead, go ahead. Uh, just uh, because you brought it up, have you w- walked around in that neighborhood? Uh, what do all, you think? With all of these uh, new uh, medical, oh, yeah, I guess you wouldn't <laughs> be back there, would you? <laughs> no, uh, but that's... Uh, that no. is truly amazing how much uh, oh, it's in, it's, development it's, has Wow, come. the difference is wow. Although they know? managed to keep uh, the the the, uh, the building where I was born, so it's still there. Okay. I don't know what that means, but it just uh, it's always something you can talk about and make people shrug their shoulders. Like, like me right now? Uh, it could be. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're not really, you know, getting on any sort of track today. Well, you know, I, which I, is I kind of standard. I mean, you know, I have a whole bunch. Well, of Well, okay, go ahead, throw them out, Tom. Let's well, see what they are. Well, for example, um, do you let's know, see if I like them. Go ahead. Do you know of a Mater D in any restaurant local? Uh, locally, because uh, I, I was asking myself that question and I couldn't come up with an answer. Are there any Mater D's? Are in there any, any restaurants li- local? How would you des- no. what would you describe as a Mater D? A Mater D is a guy who is usually better dressed than anybody else in the place, but that, that's not necessary. Uh, the uh, would you say that the guy that uh, walked around aimlessly at August and wasn't very helpful in any way was the Mater D? It could be. Uh, it depends. But uh, the part of the, the program there is that they uh, take uh, customers to their tables and they can adjust problems that somebody may or may not have had. And uh, that's the kind of thing. But it, it used to be an essential part of a, a 
a, a nice restaurant, and now they almost do not exist. It's those millennials. I'm thinking it might be. <laughs> and uh, and just to add some, uh, I, I'm asking every, uh, just to, to give me about, uh, what, 15 seconds or, or thereabouts, and see if you can come up with uh, any knowledge you may have of Maitre in your own favorite larder. Okay. As, a, as the larder again, by the way. <laughs> Isn't it great to have that around? You know, there are there are certain things that have gone by the wayside. You know? Larder, uh, for example. Yeah. I was thinking. Uh, I don't know whether you were affected by this, but there was there were some tornadoes in our area today, and there were a couple of them that I'm pretty sure were this far away at my house and just uh, is that why you were cornered and cornered shaking all day it was yeah it was getting there well actually the power went out and everything i mean it, it was and we live to do the and, show and the the larder we checked it out we live to do the show isn't this amazing little pa- packets of this little packets of that just to keep zero, you going. Six, three, six, eight. Let's help Tom. He's 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 going off into <laughs> Again. you know into another yeah. black hole. Uh-huh. I think the reason Daniel didn't come today was that his his shtick was to be the resident millennial oh, and to good idea. and to talk to you good about millennial eating. So yeah. so I think maybe he decided it was going to be such a hostile environment that he shouldn't come. Oh, well, you know, it's just, it's everything is always. Uh, Always in change to a certain degree, anyway. Two six zero six three six eight. All right. What now? Uh, yeah. Where would you like to eat? What I need is that gazetteer. I left it in the kitchen. Oh, I have you to did? go get it after all that work. I know me? you printed it, and I didn't even I didn't even look at it. Um, I'm sorry. Well, we'll figure. It what out. else is on your very long list? This list is approaching the size of Santa's naughty and nice list. What What else is on there, Tom? Uh, gosh, it, it had a it had a, a mater d. Hope it's not any more larder kind of things. And, well, Is there anything know, we when you need them, you need. We them. want to relate to there, besides that. I mean, uh, no, you know. actually, this was genuinely thinking, uh, uh, or genuinely uh, uh, making me think is what I meant to say there. Uh, do you have an inventory of food in your house? Now, the, what I'm asking for here are for people who, if they were to uh, get stuck, you know, like in a place where there's, uh, where nobody can get around, the power is out, what are you going to do for the next several days because all the, you can't even see where you're going. So uh, isn't it a good idea to have some, some various food items in your refrigerator or nearby anyway, or is that just a bunch of foolishness? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I think gonna, we get your position on the matter. I'm going to answer it. I think the ladder. You need a, we don't need a ladder for this. We just need, you know, some, some of the... I vote for foolishness. How come? I venture to say most everyone who is listening to us does not have an inventory of food. I'm venturing to say that most people who listen to us are like most people in general, and when they want something, they go to the refrigerator. This ain't 1950, Tom. <clears throat> There's something called a generator now, yeah. and if something like that happens, <clears throat> you know, um, you just go and replace it, you know? Or I probably don't. everybody has a generator at their house. I mean, I don't, but, and I don't because I don't really need one. I mean, first of all, all my neighbors have them, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, if I needed something, I could just go back and, and get it. Okay. Uh, l- let me uh, bring up one variation on this. Give me your entire stock of fresh fruit right now. Is this the stuff with or without mold? Because I have both. Uh, you your, ch- your choice. So... What Our daughter have? buys piles and piles and piles of berries. Oh, and but she over, has all those blackberries. She does, she does eat them, but she doesn't eat them fast enough because they have kind of a shelf life of two days, you know. Mm. So, I mean, whenever I buy berries, I usually buy the two for, I've got this obsession with a two for something, you know, two for six, two uh-huh. for five, two for, 
you know, if it's got two, four, and the number, it doesn't even matter if it's expensive or even more expensive than it would be otherwise. You can get me every time at the store with a two, four, something. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I always buy the two, four, six dollar berries or two dollar, two for four dollar berries, which means that they're looking for people like me because the berries are a little bit over the hill and so you got one day to eat all those berries and that's what happens here. So then the next time I go to the refrigerator they've got mold on them. Well, yeah, that's too, go, that's eating got too me slow. Again. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. So I have a a really large stock of berries but they have mm-hmm. the two versions, the non-moldy and the moldy ones. <laughs> and then it takes me a few days of seeing them before I actually throw them away. All right. Well, well, let me. Uh, I'm just uh, fiddling around with uh, d- d- different uh, uh, perspectives on this. But let's say that you have told yourself you really need some uh, some fresh berries in your larder yes. <laughs> once again. Oh, no. And uh, what would you have? What kind of berries? Your, would, your choice. What kind of berries would I have? Yeah. I love raspberries. Raspberries. I think raspberries are my favorite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would say strawberries. Oh, strawberries are irresistible. I know that blueberries are so good for me. I wish I could make myself eat more of them. Blueberries are good. Oh, yeah, they sure are. I love blackberries, too. I do love berries. I don't know what's wrong with me. I love fruit, but I never eat fruit. No? So every time I eat fruit... I go, you know, I really should eat a lot more fruit because I know it's good for me, and it's really good, but then I never go to it. I just never go to it. I don't know why that is. Hmm. I mean, I think satsumas, when they come out, are like candy. And a peach, an actual ripe peach, if you had a tree in your yard, because I honestly believe that's the only way to get a peach in this condition. But if you had a peach in your yard and it was just ripe it is god's gift it is just divine i never ever sink my teeth into a peach like that mm. sadly well if you Some ever goes for pears if you ever find yourself with your own uh, peach tree yes uh and you you love them uh and they get to uh you know, the time in their life when they start dwindling and, and you know, save every, all the wood because you can use it to smoke with. And, boy, is that good. It's better than anything else I know. It's a smoke. Where have you ever had peach wood smoked peach wood? meats? Uh, I, it was at a barbecue event at uh, this, this thing oh, probably called some the American or Royal something. Hunt. Yeah, I'm sure it was yeah. like... Oh, so you mean when a peach tree is has given up its life or, and yeah. it's on its last and you're going to cut it down, you cut the wood and you use it to smoke things. That's okay. right. Yeah. It's really I amazing. I doubt that very many people will ever encounter that situation, but well, I, don't know. Uh, I, I would I, like to try it. I would definitely like to try it. Uh, we, we have a major, uh, at the Cool Water Ranch, we have a major operation in, in wood chips. First of all, we call chip. And he killed, never mind, that's, that's didn't, didn't get us anywhere. At the new house, yeah. which is just, you know, in interminable renovation, there is a veritable orchard of Japanese plums, which I love. Yeah. And, uh, and those, those tasted a lot better than I thought they would. They're great. But you know what? They're just kind of a pain. Yeah. Because I don't really eat they, the I don't really eat up the floor. I don't really eat the um, the skin. Although Mary Lee's decided that she eats the skin because it's too much trouble to not eat the skin. But by the time you get the pit out and you get the skin off, you have what amounts to a thumbnail of fruit, <laughs> and it's really good. But it's like so a, much trouble. A thumbware of fruit. It sounds like it's so much it sounds trouble. Sounds like the title of a novel. What I'd like, it? what I'd like, is to figure out a way to, um, to not pickle it, but to make a jam out of it. Yeah, okay. I'd go with you. Has anybody on that. ever made jam out of Japanese plums? 
I don't know, but I don't see why it wouldn't be pretty good. Oh, wait, wait. We uh, have a break? Yeah, well, uh, sort of. Wait, who did? My grandmother. Your grandmother? Oh, really? Yeah. And and how did she do that? Well, she reached into her uh, larder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. How did she do it, Ron? She just like the regular way of making jam. Did she use a lot of pectin in it? A lot of pectin, and um, she let it ferment for a while to get. Oh, oh really? Yeah, That's whatever. Yeah, whatever uh-huh. she needed to get out of it. I don't know the exact um, the exact recipe. Did she Did she boil the like? See, I would never make a jam because are you kidding me? The trouble mm-hmm. of boiling the the dishes and all that, and then I would be completely paranoid that I'd get botulism or something. Right, right, right. You need <laughs> never worry about that if it has if it has any kind of acidic quality at all, even in the in the in the background. It's you're safe from that. Well, doesn't garlic have some kind of acidic garlic quality to it? Garlic all by itself in a jar with no air in it, and uh, that's where you get the problem. Yeah, but but doesn't garlic have some kind of acidic? I thought all all uh, stuff had the, some kind well, of acidic. Well, uh, if you have an acid that's been incorporated with the other ingredients, and you you do typically what is done, this is uh, uh, olive oil with herbs thrown in, and you let it just sit there for a while. But the botulin toxin can get in with that, so don't ever, ever do that. And you can't see it or smell it, right? No, it's just like all of a sudden. <clears throat> and uh, but it's it's easy to avoid because if, I hope there's if none there's, of that in my larder. If there is, uh, if there is some uh, addition of of anything sour, anything uh, butter, you know, it, it, just to get away from the garlic and and okay. the, we have to take a break. And we will die. We will die. No, we will not die. We will return. If you don't call. We will turn, (laughs) and we'll be right back after First Please This. Think, girls and boys. All those true? No, I think we'll I'm going to lock you in the larder after ah, after well, the show. I, I've been there before. Ron, I want to finish this thing with your, your mom. Your mom is still around, right? Ron? Ron, you there? Oh, Where'd you go? I don't know. Okay. Well, it happened. Yes, she is. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So yeah. does she still make the Japanese plums? Does she have a tree in her backyard? No, well, it was my grandmother. Um, oh. But the tree since then uh, got destroyed in Hurricane Katrina. Oh, so that's okay. something that we lost. Oh, so we can't even make wood for smoking out of it. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So much for that. Two six zero six three six eight. We're going to be back after the top of the hour. But Tom, what are we going to talk about then? Well, in in uh, that part of the program, we will. Uh, oh, you have another. You I have, have a, another I whole have, bunch of yeah, suggestions. Uh, yeah, Good. I sure do. Uh, we're going to check on the twist because everything's been twisted. No, there was a hurricane, uh, a, a tornado today. And, uh, uh, Tom. Yeah, it did. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to bring up here? Uh, the <laughs> the flavors and cooling as we, to the beginner, no, mm. that, that's not it. Okay. So, in other words, uh, yeah, nothing. So, I've done a lot of pres- All uh, right. preparation here. Yes. But, your show prep needs uh, a little fresh fruit. prep work. Yeah, and I'm asking you, you know, what, what, your show prep what, needs a, prep. what, do, you, what do you have in the way of, <clears throat> of fresh fruit? in your house right now. And my questions, which are always better than Tom's, are... I beg your <laughs> pardon. <laughs> You've been to the pharmacy. I want to know what... And I, the pharmacy is a hip uh, hamburger joint not uh-huh. far from the medical Another complex. One? Yes. Yeah. I want to know about that because I'm heading there with some friends next week. And uh, French food or British food, if you have a favorite there. Cottage pie, kidney pie. See, these are not good things. I'm sorry. Uh, the 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 the. Uh, let's see, the third one. You I don't care is, that, if Gordon Ramsay and uh, what's his name? What's the cute one? The little. The, I I well. keep seeing his Jamie Oliver. Poor Jamie Oliver. I've gone to all the restaurants right next door to Jamie Oliver, and I've never gone to any one of his places, and they look perfectly wonderful. Wait, actually, maybe I did go to one at the Olympics. But anyway, 
Uh, he does very approachable American kind of food, but I'm not talking about American kind of food. I'm talking about British food. And does anybody actually like anything that's British culinarily? Oh, yeah, the Brits <laughs> certainly do. I mean, they, they get all worked up about uh, it. They, I don't know. I wonder if they really, really do or if they do just because they don't have any other experience. Because if they have any other experience, I'm thinking maybe they don't. Yeah. Well, you well, know? Wasn't there that uh, uh, in one of the trips over there, the, that uh, the place that had the built-in? Uh, oh no, no, the, the, with the with the iron that on the, where you can work on your. Yeah, that's the Goring Tom. That's the Goring. You that's, will not find a, no, kidney a, pie on that menu. You will uh, find okay, Dover sole in some really far out with wild foraged. Well, little nerdles of something green, you'll find that there. Well, now that you we have You won't find good no. old working man's plowman's lunch. Oh, I can do a news plowman's time. lunch. It's I can do time. a plowman's we'll lunch. We'll be back. We have more of the food show coming. But that's coming. just ham and cheese. Stay tuned. I'm Tom It's WWL. WWL Radio, New Orleans. 105.3. FM HD. Let's see. Is he going to do it? Two. Thank you. Phew. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.